Broadcasting to the great Northwest. This is Portland's Morning News. On your first choice for live local news. FM News 101. Your news buddies are on the job, that's for sure. She's Rebecca Marshall. Hey, hey. I'm Steve Leader. It's now 8.03. Chris McGinnis right here tracking your morning commute. It's a wet one. It's a really slow one heading in from Hillsborough. Earlier crash on the inbound sunset near Murray. Just cleared to the shoulder, but we're stacked up out through Tannisborn. Lots of slow spots this morning. The full rundown in just a few. Our top story, your face and your privacy get the attention of Portland City Hall this morning. We're going to hear more now from KXL's Pat Boyle. The subject is facial recognition technology. Jim Redden with the Portland Tribune says Commissioner Joanne Hardesty wants a ban on it here. Primarily it's just a civil rights um, privacy concerns. She told GeekWire earlier this month no one should be unjustly harassed by this technology and they shouldn't have to worry about their face being scanned, stored, and sold by companies. The technology uses artificial intelligence to match faces of real people to images and databases. Pat Boyle, FM News 101. Some of them had bad driving records, others criminal records, and you may have driven in their car with them. In all, 168 people should not have been hired on as Uber or Lyft drivers in Portland, as we hear now from KXL's Rosemary Reynolds. News partner KGW is reporting that a review of PBOT records show Uber and Lyft drivers have had their company permits revoked or suspended 168 times. Reasons each time had to do with poor driving records or criminal issues. Are riders feeling safe? We do not think they are doing enough. They've known about ongoing attacks by drivers for several years now. One of the drivers had been in prison for felony assault with the intent to murder. That person worked for Lyft for more than a year. When the city did a second background screening, drivers with issues who went undetected the first time were now identified. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. 8.05, the city of St. Helens plans to build more houses, apartments, townhomes, and senior housing. The Portland Tribune says a 238-unit complex is proposed near Highway 30 and Gable Road. The notice to surrounding property owners is expected to go out later this week. The state still has to approve the project before construction can begin. Preparations are underway in wine country for one of the largest events ever to be held there. The Oregon International Air Show is making a one-year stop in McMinnville because of runway construction in Hillsboro. The town of just about 35,000 will see up to 15,000 spectators each day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. McMinnville Police Captain Rhonda Jasko says this is one of the largest events they've had to deal with, and they're getting a lot of advice from Hillsborough. They'll tell us, you know, details that we don't think about or, you know, how it works in Hillsborough and, and what they think would be good for us. She says there will only be one way in and one way out of the show, and that's Highway 18. ODOT, state police, and even county deputies will also be on hand to help direct the extra traffic that is expected. Jim Ferretti, FM News 101. Two women from Portland are listed among the nation's top 100 female founders. KXL's Lucinda K explains this is in Inc., the business magazine. I'm 
beyond excited. You know, when your name shows up on a list with women like Serena Williams and Rihanna and 97 others, you kind of have to pinch yourself for a second. Lisa Sedler is the founder of Green Zebra. She's listed in the category for food revolutionaries. I think they chose Green Zebra in particular because we're doing something that is important and disruptive. In this case, we are disrupting what it means and redefining what it means to be a convenience store in America. Her inspiration first came when she watched fit cyclists grab junky snacks at the mini mart. She dreamed of a corner store that sold healthy food and launched Green Zebra in 2012. Jamie Schmidt of Schmidt's Naturals in Portland is also on the list. Lucinda Kay, FM News 101. You put the word revolutionaries behind anything, it's kind of cool. She's a food revolutionary. How yeah. about that? All right, it is now 8.07. It's time for some traffic. Park Cabinet Design Center has furniture-inspired cabinetry for every room in your home. Go to parkcabinet.com, CCB 168372. Chris McGinnis in the Mercedes-Benz of Wilsonville Traffic Center. Rebecca, we will pick it up on the east side watching the I-84 commute. It's solid coming in from Rocky Butte. Just shy of 30 minutes right now, 28 anyway, to get you in from I from 102nd to the I-5 split. So slow and steady basically the whole way in. Uh, the I-205 drive from Clark County also kind of bunched up this morning as you roll south over the, uh, well, over the Glen Jackson Bridge. Your trip from SR-500 down to the Banfield is timing out to about 22 minutes. A little farther south, still kind of busy from Gladstone to Westland. And the northbound commute on 205 from Sunnyside to Powell also plugged up this morning. Uh, through Tualatin, I-5 northbound hits the brakes just north of Ellicott Road, north side of Wilsonville. You're pretty thick up through about Nyberg. And then again, Capitol Highway through the curves. And uh, trouble on the west side clearing on the sunset. This is inbound near Murray Boulevard. We mentioned this a few minutes ago, an earlier crash there now on the shoulder. But the drive is still pretty thick. You're going to hit the eastbound congestion uh, pretty much as soon as you get on the freeway at Cordelius Pass Road. Just inside of that, it's slow and go the rest of the way into downtown. Our next update in 10, stay connected with traffic on the 7s, mornings and afternoons only on FM News 101 KXL. Portland's most weather 24-7. You want to be the envy of your neighborhood? Keep your plants thriving with compost and mulch from Grimm's Fuel, Oregon's largest supplier of organic soil, mulch, and rock. Check out Grimm'sFuel.com. From the Mercedes-Benz of Wilsonville Traffic Center. <laughs> Excuse me. We just did the traffic. We're going to go to KGW's Rod Hill. My bad. Watching this cold front uh, that's coming in this morning, so it's going to be raining much of the morning hours. A steady rain band starts to push through us in the noon hour, but then we just have numerous heavy showers coming. So really much of today, it's going to be coming down a half of an inch to about three quarters of total rain expected in the Rose City. Also, gusty southwest winds as high as 35 miles per hour times. Temperatures will be stuck in all of this. Only about 63. I'm KGW's Rod Hill for FM News 101. Hillsboro 58 now. Vancouver and Portland both at 59. Salem's temperature is 55. You know, and all this rain can cause real problems for farmers of all kinds. As we hear from KXL's Justin McDonald. The list is long of those affected by weather with farmers close to the top of the list. We talked with Tom Lauerman with Farmer Tom Organics and the Hemp Farming Academy about the effect rain can have on crops from hemp to grapes. What happens is the mold. We have big mold issues up here. The best advice to fight mold is simple. And the best thing you can do is cover them. He also goes on to say big farms who grow grapes or hemp can use helicopters to keep crops dry and protect profits before harvesting in October. The forecast this week calls for rain with sunshine expected on Friday. Justin McDonald, FM News 101. 
Straight ahead, it is a statewide outbreak. You're going to hear why officials in Washington state are taking vaping concerns to a new level at 814. Then a big year for Oregon wine. How big? You'll find out at 819. Stay here. Stay informed. Portland's Morning News. That's Steve and Rebecca. Hey. Hi. FM News 101.